And so I said to Dwayne all proudly this morning that I don't really cry that much anymore. And then Danae, where's Danae? You had me all in tears. It's always, always, always good to come back to church family. That was home for me when I first had a heartbeat. How many of you can say that, that you were here when you were first a heartbeat? Earl, I see your hand. From, and I, you know, this mumbled voice of Uncle Frank and Uncle Dave I heard from within my mother's womb and couldn't always make out the words, but there I was in that safe place. And so this will always be my real, real, real home church. So I had a crazy dream. Now, I don't usually share dreams because dreams are mostly boring for other people, but I have to share this dream. Okay, your daddy will go with you. No worries. We're kid-friendly here, remember? So this dream, I hope it's not a foreshadowing of this morning. It was a room similar to this. I was about to start my message. And I'd handed out the scriptures to be read, and suddenly someone shouted from the back, And everybody got up to leave. It was very disorderly, and I was trying to get everyone's attention, saying, like, I'm about to share this awesome message with you. And then I saw what the fuss was all about. Someone at the back was handing out shots of whiskey. No lie! I'm serious! They were handing out shots of whiskey, somehow implying they needed that to get through my message. Was very, I was very offended. So ushers, can you please check everyone's handbags right now? Especially my mother's, please. So mom, you had something to say about a dream on a Friday night. What was that? Remind me. Well, yeah, it's not scripture, but it's a, it's a saying. Friday night's dream on a Saturday told is sure to come true, true, be it never so old. Anyways, before we, um, before we go any further down the slippery slope, uh, we're going to pray. Jesus, thank you so much um, for this morning. You are good. You, you are such um, an awesome, powerful God. And you have already spoken into our hearts by the power of your spirit, You have spoken into our hearts through the sharing, Lord. And I thank you that we are here not by accident this morning. We are here because you want us right here, right now. And you have a word for each one of us. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Right, two things I need is one, the PowerPoint is there. That's great. Could someone get me a glass of water, please? That would be awesome. So for several months, your pastors have been focusing on the book of Psalms. I love the Psalms. Who of us don't love the Psalms? For a good number of years, my pattern of reading the Bible in the morning is reading between one and five Psalms of whatever day it is. So, so today, being Psalm, today being June 2nd, I would read two, plus 30 is 32, plus two is 62. Do, do you get how this goes? Because there's 30 days in a month. So on, in a month, you can cover all the psalms. That's, that's pretty cool. 
And so you, so every, the, who's not getting it? Rick's not getting, okay, just hang on. So Rick, I'm going to pick on you. So your birthday is uh, December 26, right? I think so. So you would take, on that day, you would read Psalm 26 plus 30, because there's 30 days in a month, well, sometimes 31, but plus 30 would be uh, 56, plus 30 would be, eight. you get it now? Karen, explain to him later. <laughs> so anyways, whatever day it is, because I don't read every single day five Psalms, that, that would be sometimes a bit much. I also do that with Proverbs. So let's say today's the second, I would read Proverbs too, and if I miss a couple days, I read. That's just been the pattern I've done for many, many, many years. So when Jesse asked me to speak way back, I think it was in February, I knew immediately what I wanted to talk about. Under the shadow of his wings. It became under his wings. There are six scriptures in the Psalms that talk specifically about this and finding refuge in that place. We're going to look at that in a little bit. When we think of wings, we think of feathers, of course, because there's feathers on wings. And thank you, Kim, for this beautiful painting to lend us for, as a visual this morning. Now, feathers are totally incredible. If you think about all the thousands of species of birds and you think about how incredibly creative God was with feathers, the master designer, when he created birds, wow, incredible. I follow a couple of bird photographers from around the world on Instagram, and I'm, I marvel all the time at his creativity. So for anyone who's listening to this message now via audio, I'm sorry, but you are going to miss out on, uh, on a very creative PowerPoint with pictures, so you're just going to have to imagine. So the next couple of pictures, I uh, asked our, our, our handsome media guy at the back there if he would just scroll through the next few pics, because they are amazing birds from all over the world creativity that you have rarely seen and colors that are so magnificent and you know the thing about birds when you think about the creativity of the bird like there is only this can't evolve like there was a master designer behind all this creativity American bird there it looks like to me from the star spangled banner this guy's really angry but, uh, but terribly cute. I just think it's just so gorgeous. And there, oh my goodness, those colors. Just phenomenal. I didn't memorize all the names of all these birds, but this guy obviously wants to keep warm in the snow and has, has puffed himself up completely. Just so terribly cute. And then those little guys, bee eaters, I think they are. They're called bee eaters. Super cute. And look at that, like that beak. Wow. And then, of course, as we look at the gorgeous flamingo, and then we end off with probably one of the most beautiful tails that you'll ever see um, is the peacock tail. So there's really some cool fun facts about feathers that I'm going to share before I get all spiritual. Um, well, actually, this is spiritual, too. The number of feathers varies dramatically from bird species to bird species. So songs like robins and orioles have, how many feathers do you think they have? Uh, not quite close, but it's a good guess. Between 1,500 and 3,000 is the oriole. Incredible. So eagles and birds of prey have somewhere between five to 8,000. Now, this, this picture, by the way, is going viral right now on social media. This was taken this week, I think, in Ontario. 
Um, the guy was just standing on the edge and got this perfect shot. And uh, yeah, 5,000 to 8,000 feathers. So swans have 25,000 feathers. Beautiful. And then the least, which kind of makes sense, is the hummingbird. They have 1,000. 1,000 feathers. And then penguins are different because they are in, it's so cold for them, so they have actually 100 feathers per square inch. And then there's uh, like, they are, um, there's another layer underneath that keeps them, keeps them warm. Feathers can weigh more than the bird's skeleton. That's particularly true for flying birds. They have the lightest and some of them actually hollow. Feathers foster flight. Most of us take for granted, but wing feathers truly are aerodynamic wonders. They're perfectly designed, lightweight and flexible, yet also rigid enough to help the birds lift off from the earth, glide through the skies, dive at death-defying speeds, land expertly on flimsy tree branches, and pump continuously for thousands of miles during their migrations. Each bird species has just the right feather array and wing shape for its particular flight needs. Feathers do much more than help birds fly. Think of the plumage of the multifunctional suit, a sort of raincoat, sunscreen, winter jacket, armor, and fashion statement all in one. Feathers not only protect birds from the elements, thorns, and insects, but, insects, but they also repel water, provide camouflage, and help birds attract mates with their showy displays. Down feathers offer unparalleled insulation. This is my favorite bird of all time, is the snowy owl. And this picture actually was taken by my friend in Minneapolis. These specialized feathers, these down feathers, they lie between a bird's protective outer feather and its skin to insulate against the cold. Down is constructed with flexible barbs that have long crisscrossing barbules. This creates a tight thermal layer that traps air molecules next to the bird's warm body and retains heat while being extremely lightweight. Owls also fly silently because the forward edge of their first feather of each wing is serrated. So when it flies, it's silent and it pounces on its prey. So as we take a look at what the Bible has to say about feathers and wings, we have just a different picture after seeing all those amazing birds and amazing clearer picture of the incredible meaning behind the Psalms that we're going to look at. So we're going to read some of these Psalms together and you guys can just follow along on the, on the PowerPoint. Starting with Psalm 17. I call on you, God for you will answer me. Turn your ear to me and hear my prayer. Show me the wonders of your great love, you who save by your right hand, those who take refuge in you from their foes. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings. Psalm 36. Your love, Lord, reaches to the heavens, your faithfulness to the skies. Your righteousness is like the highest mountains, your justice like the great deep. You, Lord, preserve both people and animals. How priceless is your unfailing love, O God. People take refuge in the shadow of your wings. They feast on the abundance of your house. You give them drink from your river of delights. 
For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. Psalm 57, have mercy on me, my God, have mercy on me, for in you I take refuge. I will take refuge in the shadow of your wings until the disaster has passed. I cry out to God most high, to God who vindicates me. He sends from heaven and saves me, rebuking those who hotly pursue me. God sends forth his love and his faithfulness. Psalm 61. Hear my cry, O God, listen to my prayer. From the ends of the earth I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the foe. I long to dwell in your tent forever and take refuge in the shelter of your wings. Psalm 36. On my bed I remember you. I think of you through the watches of the night. Because you are my help, I sing in the shadow of your wings. I cling to you, your right hand upholds me. Psalm 91, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithfulness will be your armor and protection. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. What words come to your mind when you think of being under God's wings? These are the words that came to me. Protection, safety, being still, rest, peace, no striving, Breathe, no worries, trust, abiding, and contentment. 19 months ago, in November of 2017, I was given the directive by our Open Door leadership team that I needed a restorative sabbatical. I would never have guessed how God wanted to unfold this time. Firstly, going from 60 miles per hour to zero is a shock in itself. It took me a while to even decompress and figure out what had happened. As I look back, I see that Gavin's political journey, his resignation from the open door, event planning and compassion fatigue were all part of what happened in that time of burnout. Under his wings has taken on a completely new meaning for me. There is a place, even when the storm is raging all around you, that you can be in a safe and protected place. It is an upside-down kingdom that we're a part of, and it doesn't make sense in our human thinking. But if we choose to have a personal relationship with Jesus, not just knowing about him and doing good things and reading the Bible as we should, no, there is more to it than that. Having relationship with him is more. He is longing for us to be quiet and still, to rest and to tuck under his wings and to sit. How many of us sit very well? I mean, really sit. I mean, not reading, not doing anything, but sitting there and being still with your eyes closed and being still. Those little goslings and ducklings under the wings are not grabbing their cell phones to check their social media. They are sitting there very, very content, knowing that their mom or dad is looking after them and they are taken care of. Yes, it's different. We, we do have to work, absolutely. We have, we have things to do. 
and we, make, we need to make a living. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about knowing and trusting that we have this amazing and personal, awesome God who wants to walk with us, and, and he, wants to, he wants to speak to us and for us to hear his whispers. This is the most exciting adventure of life, is waking up in the morning and saying, God, what's, what's on your agenda for me today? What, what surprises do you have? In all of our jobs, wherever you are, whatever you do, the adventure of your faith is walking with a very active and personal God who wants to spend time, wants us to spend time with him and give us direction for our day. September 19th of 2018 was the start of a crazy couple of months for me. My dog got into a fight where the other little dog had to be put down. I had people giving me their thoughts and opinions about what I should do. Put your dog down. No, you don't need to do that. There's other options. And I was super conflicted. For a people pleaser, it was absolutely the perfect storm. Keeping in mind that it was elections in, uh, within the month in our town as well. So I simply could not please all the parties involved in the story. Some of you who are on social media will remember that it became a huge, huge media, media storm. And there were many mean and nasty things said about Gavin and myself. As humans, we naturally we want to defend ourselves, but I felt that I was to stay away and get off of social media. I heard enough bits and pieces to know that I didn't want to read all the terrible stuff. At the height of my confusion, a friend challenged me to get quiet with Jesus and listen. So I did that. He soon took me to Psalm 56 and 57, amazing chapters. But the key for me was the beginning of chapter 57, where it says, have mercy on me, O God, have mercy on me, for in you my soul takes refuge. I will take refuge in the shadow of your wings until the disaster has passed. I have discovered in a brand, I have discovered in a brand new way what it means to rest under the shadow of his wings until the disaster passed. And it was a good couple of months of me literally staying in my home and, and not, not really going out anywhere. It took a lot of courage for me to go out in our town again. I remember um, a business owner came to me. Uh, it was actually at Don Lewis's funeral. And it was shortly after this had happened. And he said, um, Joan, don't, don't let other people be robbed of you by just staying in your house. I'm like, and that's for all of us. Like we go through times where we just wanna hide away and Dwayne here goes my tears. But anyways, um, we, we go through these times where we, it takes a lot of courage to, uh, to go out. And I think there's seasons. I totally think that this was a season for me of being quiet with the Lord and really pressing in in my relationship with, with Jesus. Friends, if you're breathing and if you're human, I can guarantee you that you have been through at least one or two times in your life where someone was mad at you or you went through a difficult circumstance. God's word to us this morning is to find that place of refuge. For our doing culture, it doesn't feel right to just sit and be still. But this is the way. It says in um, Isaiah 40 that when we wait on the Lord, we will renew our strength. And so there's a truth in, in this waiting time. You will have to tell guilt to get out of the room and then do some deep breathing and sit. 
It is a habit I encourage you to cultivate. The rewards are beyond explanation. Whatever storm you are facing today, tuck under the wings of your father and rest there. He loves and cares for you so, so much. I'd like you all to bow your heads and close your eyes, please. want you to imagine right now that you are in a very safe place. That you are hidden in a quiet place. That there are wings of protection and safety around you. Let your imagination go there right now. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, Move over us with your power, your might. You see the hearts in this place this morning. You see the cry of each person's heart. Pray, Lord, that you would whisper into that deep place right now. You will never leave us or forsake us. You have got our spouses, our children, our in-law children, our grandchildren. You have them in the palm of your hand, Lord. Jesus, you know the cry of the hearts in this place. And I ask, Father, that you would release right now a supernatural blanket of your Holy Spirit. where we truly, truly are tucked into that safe place under your wings, Lord, to bring us to a new place of rest in whatever the story is, Jesus, whatever the story is in each person here, that you would bring us this morning to a new place of lying back and resting and knowing that you have got our story you are the author of our story. I ask, Lord, for a move of your Holy Spirit over every family that's represented here now in the name of Jesus. I come against the schemes of the enemy, the arrows that fly, and we have that protection 
And I stand against the schemes of the enemy now in the name of Jesus. And right now, all over this room, we are agreeing together that you are at work in our families, Lord, and in our lives. Jesus, we know the day will come when all sorrow will be gone forever. And we look forward to that day. We are in this, on this earth for such a short time. And we want to make the most of every day, Jesus, for your honor and for your glory. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, thank you that we go in your victory as we go into this week. Thank you, Jesus, for these words that are powerful and true. And you have given us tools today, Jesus, to move into this week. I pray for your blessing on everyone as they go, that they would go in that victory that you have given to us, Jesus. It's not about us, but it is about you and what you're doing in us and through us. And in your name, everyone said, Amen. If you want prayer for anything, I would love to pray with you. As you go, make your way to the front. I'd love to do that and bless you. Have a great day.